You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Are you ready to talk Padres baseball? We've got you covered. After a win last night, the Padres have an opportunity to take the latest series against the Rockies, and will try to do so tonight. Meanwhile, here in studio, we've got everyone's favorite Muppet, Mike Janella. He says, I look like Beaker. Beaker wore the white lab coat. Yeah, I, don't, right. well, yeah. I don't get that. Alongside Mike, it's Bob Scanlon, who's not really a fan of mixing Muppets and professional baseball. This is a continuation of the wussification of baseball right now, okay? And rounding out the crew, it's Brady Phelps, who doesn't mind Muppets, but does take offense to fancy footwear. Did you just puke in your mouth a little bit, like <laughs> I, Eric Burns? I did that when I saw Scan socks, but... <laughs> now, coming to you from the AMR studio inside the Western Metal Supply Company building, it's Padre Social Hour, with your hosts Mike Janella, Bob Scanlon, and Brady Phelps. Happy Tuesday everybody and welcome to Padres Social Hour getting you set for the 7-10 first pitch. Rockies and Padres game two of their three games set and it's a beautiful night here at Petco and you always know when we get this gang together it's gonna be a good time. Oh yeah. Yes sir. Good to see you big man. I'm excited to be here. Yeah this is awesome. Yeah we're, we're we back had a fun here. Show last By the way time. we got off to a rough start today because I came in I was all focused on the show what we're gonna talk about I came in with my head down walked right past my buddy right here and he yeah. called me he out. He did not like oh, yeah. that one not bit. At all. Yeah. Yeah. Not at all. It was the first time I've actually said oh you just get a big league like that to an actual, to an actual former uh, big leaguer. Big leaguer. Yeah. yeah. You totally don't get that opportunity. Like, you did this for a living you know. I feel bad about <laughs> yeah, I can My tell. Bad. All right. Well, uh, well, much like uh, James Shields last night, I don't have uh, too much support with these co-hosts, but I'll try and make this show a winner. <laughs> You're one-man show. Wow. It was a good, good game last night, wasn't it? That was, that was awesome yeah. Game. Hopefully we can get you two runs before the first out here on the show today. Yeah, that so. would be ideal. Yeah, it's uh, the no. old joke, hey, there's your run, make it stand. James Shields did. Right? Yeah. I mean, Andy Green said that too afterward. He said, you know what, we didn't get him much, but we got it to him early, so at least he knew, and he could help. You know, ride that train. For a guy that averages 1.2 runs a game, he was living large. Yeah, he kids two runs. Runs. Thanksgiving <laughs> feast of runs. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, we'll break all that down a little bit later on, and we got a really good show. We have uh, Fernando Rodney is supposed to be swinging by, so we have some people tweeting in questions already. I tweeted out that he was stopping by, but if you're just hearing that news now, use hashtag PadresSH to send us some questions because Fernando hopefully will be here shortly, and we'd love to ask him what you have to say. Uh, but first, before we get to all that and before we get to the game from last night, uh, some tough news coming out of the Padres camp a little bit earlier this afternoon. And for that, we now go to the AMR injury reports. Andy Green, the manager, uh, announcing just about, I don't know, an hour ago that Robbie Erlin got his MRI results back late last night. Turns out a tear of the UCL. He's going for Tommy John surgery, uh, 14 months at least, that he'll be out. I mean, tough blow. Yeah, it's brutal. I, I was, I mean, you pr- you kind of predicted it, not in a, not in the way that you were wishing it upon him, of course, right. but before the news actually broke to you, you predicted, hey, this is probably what's on the docket. It was a little frustrating. Yeah, it yeah. was disappointing, obviously, to find out the news. Not shocked, as you're talking about, Brady, because we saw this last year. You know, yeah. we, we've seen the elbow history in the past. And just having gone through it myself and seen teammates go through it, it just when it becomes a nagging thing like that, eventually it, it turns into Tommy John. And, and unfortunately, um, yeah. 
tough break for him. Let's hope everything goes well because we've seen it not go well. That's the other thing. I think we've taken it for granted so many times that this surgery is an automatic. Yeah, this isn't getting your appendix taken right. out or anything. It's still you're building basically a bionic elbow. It's yeah. not the way the ligaments were given to you. Right. It's, it's not a given. The good thing is for Robbie Erlin, he's not a guy that relies on the fastball in terms of being a 95-plus type guy. So it's not as though he's going to come back and all of a sudden, oh, he's lost that one thing that got him to the big leagues. He's always been a command guy with several pitches to go to. So hopefully he comes back and can still have that same command. Yeah, you feel for the kid, man. Like this is—I yeah. I don't care how professional you are, you can't—you can't prepare for yeah. emotionally what that does to you as a player. So obviously, blow to the Padres, but you know, more importantly, just a blow to him on a personal level. I mean, it's just rough. It's rough yeah. news for yeah. him. Yeah, that's what Andy Green rehab. said too. This was a guy that was working hard in spring training to break camp with the rotation. He finally found his way into it. Pitched relatively well. Has dealt with that elbow soreness before, and it was just, hey, rehab is not doing it anymore got to go in there under the, under the knife. On so. the positive note, maybe in the back of his mind, okay, we're getting this resolved now. Because obviously he's been pitching with it for quite a while and probably pitching in pain for the last couple Finally of years. Finally scrubbed the, yeah, the blackboard, exactly, basically. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I received good. that news one time where they told me you need to have Tommy John surgery, and I, I was in denial. I said, no, I'm not going to have it. And I didn't have it. I was able to continue my career. I'm not saying it was the best thing to do, but at the time that they told me I needed it, it was a 50-50 chance that you'd come back at all. Right. Just now, I mean, obviously the way that technology yeah. and medicine has right. advanced, your, your yep. chances are still, much more likely, although still not still 100%. Still a gamble. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, everyone else, by the way, medically, pretty much status quo, uh, moving along, nothing new that we didn't report already yesterday. Uh, so that's the AMR injury report. American Medical Response is the emergency medical response team for Petco Park and wants to remind you to stay safe, San Diego. To learn more about AMR, visit amr-sandiego.com. Now, I want to talk to you guys yesterday. James Shields obviously uh, comes out, does great, 0-4 start this year after going 7-0 last year. So he's got to be thinking, man, what did I do to deserve this? But finally uh, comes through. And what did you like most about that start yesterday, Bob? I, I like that he went to the changeup early and often. And also we've talked about this before, the fastball command to the outside corner. The thing I love about watching James Shields pitch is every game you don't know exactly what he's going to go to. It might be the cutter. It might be the curveball. It might be the changeup. But Do you think he knows before a game, or <laughs> no, does he feel it out no, as he's getting there? I think it's just he sees what's coming out of his hand, what, what he's getting, the great – response from from the hitters the hitters let you know they let you know pretty quickly what's working or not yeah and for him to watch him find what's working and go to it as quickly as he does and make the adjustment in game that for me is the, the the masterful part of watching this veteran do his job yeah and I think I think James Shield I think he's tough as nails so I don't think that he's the type of the pitcher that needs uh, run support in order to go out there and have confidence I think he's going to be there regardless but man that he must needs have been run supports to win though correct <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but to have that early and to have those two runs yeah. before an out was even recorded by the Padres was I mean must have like, you mean he just must have been like oh, thankful yeah. he's you know in the dugout waiting and then he incorporated that that slow curveball which was you know I know it's something he's been dabbling with for a while but it seems like it, it was, looks nice yeah it, it looks nice you're gonna like this Brady so there's been some chatter and I know you've been perpetuating it about the beards being maybe not the best look for this team on social media. <laughs> and I, I tweeted this last night. Going into the game yesterday, bearded Padres pitchers had a 2-10 record, an ERA above 5, and a whip of 1-3-7. So James Shields yesterday finally helping bring some of those numbers you know, back in line. 
back with the clean-shaven guys <laughs> who had an ERA under 3-7 with a winning record last night. Now, so. of the bearded guys, though, James probably has the least amount of hair, right? Because I'm thinking That's maybe true. it's Cashner's a wind resistance type thing, maybe? <laughs> maybe it's a wind resistance. <laughs> I, uh, I think, first of all, to clarify, perpetuating meaning – I was joking around at some yeah. clown in the newspaper that posted something saying, oh, these guys look like bums. Somebody wrote beers. in that, yeah, a letter know. to the editor that yeah. it should be a clean Old man policy. yells at Cloud uh, to the editor saying, you know, they shouldn't have beards. And so I'm trying to join the club because I love it. But you're right. Cashner probably has a much girthier beard than uh, no, Shield Shields. is getting there, though. I was looking at some old pictures of him and just seeing how it's really evolved. Maybe we need to do a team beard no, I think, yeah, think? Scan, you look gorgeous. You and look I think amazing. I pull you off the clean shaven look. Why don't we, yeah. we go with the beards, man? Yeah, you guys team are, unity, both right? of you are just... we're all about here, team unity, yeah, you're right? Way, you're way too pretty, no, both th- of you doesn't, guys. doesn't work for me. I don't grow a good Mine's beard. Mine's gray anyway, anyway, so I really don't want to grow it out. I don't believe it. Um, <laughs> another fun thing from last night's game, and man, all the stuff you can overlook, all the strikeouts, the not scoring any runs after those two, it's easy to overlook that when you get the win. So let's talk about some of the fun stuff. Last night was French Heritage Night as well. And I started, I perpetuated this on social media afterward at the game. I'm like, hey, guys, Twitter, I'm really disappointed in the lack of French-related puns coming from this game. And uh, so I tweeted out a couple, and we had some good ones that we're going to show you later on. So if you have also Fernando Rodney questions sent to us, but also any French-related Padres puns, like vive le pas résistance was mine, send those to us as well, and we'll get some of the best ones a little bit later on. He said that so smoothly. Also. Yeah. I got to pull something. It's that background in the romance languages. <laughs> All right, we got Fernando Rodney coming up next. Send us those questions. But until then, a reminder that the Padres, in partnership with Sharp Mary Birch Hospital for Women and Newborns, will honor all nurses during Nurses Night on Friday, May 6th. That's this Friday. A special theme game ticket package includes a limited edition Padres nurse scrub top. Tickets at Padres.com slash theme games. Fernando Rodney in the house. We're back with more Padres Social Hour right after this. Before every game, get your Padres talk on with us. This is Padres Social Hour. We're here in the AMR studio as always. It's a great Tuesday night for some baseball here at Petco Park as the Padres look to win another series trying to take game two against the Rockies. A man who helped take game one is now with us on the Cholula hot seat. Fernando Rodney, welcome. Hey, how are you guys? Good, how are you doing? Great, great, how are you? I'm pretty good. A win yesterday, so things are back on track. Uh, you've had a great year so far. Five saves, haven't given up a run. What's, what's working for you this year? Everything working, <laughs> I think. <laughs> That's good. That's a good thing to have. Now, what's yeah. been different from last year when you, ha- when you struggled a little bit? What have you been working on now so far early on? Well, right now, the, the command and my fastball. Both sides they play two seam, four seam. This work me very good right now, and, and keep the changer down. You know, Fernando, we were, we were talking about it. You're off to this amazing start, and it's it's so fun to have you here with the ball club. But pitching here at Petco, I was asking you, how do you like San Diego? How do you like pitching in this ballpark? Not too bad, huh? It's not bad. It's a good good stadium for for pitching. Yeah. I think if you throw fastball here, you're gonna get a lot out. And that's nice, nice quick innings that way can be efficient. Yeah, you just throw fastball right in the middle and. Keep it down, you're going to get out. Yeah. So the team, the way you've been used in the bullpen so far, sometimes you come on in the eighth inning, or Andy Green yesterday had Ryan Bookter pitch an extra batter to Carlos Gonzalez. What's the usage in the bullpen like, that strategy for Andy Green? How have you seen it from your perspective, the way he's been using you guys differently? Well, 
yesterday what what he did with Bog he's he needed one one more out and I think he asked him if you're ready for one more guy he said yes and the same idea to me the other day he called me to the eighth two out to get last four out and and I do it is it any different for you being in the National League because I've talked to some setup men and it's totally different when you come from the American League to the National League. And you spent most of your career in the American League. But, you know, as a closer, maybe not as big a difference because you, you know when you've got to get up and ready, right? Yes, you know when, when you have to be ready in, in that situation, you're going to come out to the game. Sometimes one run off, two run. And sometimes they bring you in the inning to try to keep the game in the line. But here, I think the thing is keep, keep throw, try, and Throw strikes, get them out. Attack the strikes on. Yeah. Now we have a question coming in. We asked people to tweet us questions because they knew you were coming. So Friar Gal, we mentioned coming in sometimes in different situations. What does a closer do differently when you're brought in for a game that's a non-save situation? So if you're in, it's a tie game or it's a big lead. How does that change your mentality than a save? Well, um, I don't try to change anything. I'm, I know it's not my, my role, like come out in this game and well, I'm trying to come and attack the hit and try to get it out quick again because sometimes you come like you you know that you don't want to be here but for me I'm come here like safe situation now because I know it's more important. Still got to get him out. Hey you know Fernando I got to be honest when I first saw you come up to the big leagues you got the hat on sideways. You got the arrow going, but you've got reasons for doing that, and you you've been true to yourself in doing that. Was it hard for you early on when maybe guys were talking a lot of smack about what what you do on the mound, why you do it? Was any, they, any challenge for you to, to they, stick with what you do? They always wanna talk, you know. Yeah. Um, I know what I do and the the reason I do this, and I keep keep going. Yeah. Some some people gonna like it, some people not gonna like it. But I do something I and respect that game and respect my teammate they, and they like it. And I can yeah. keep going. Did it ever did you ever feel like some hitters were trying even harder to hit off you because of that? And maybe it helped you in a in a way? I don't know. Maybe <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> One way to look at it, yeah. yeah. Uh, we had a question come in from uh, Escalante at Christian one two two on Twitter. Where did the bow and arrow originate? So how did that start? What was the idea behind that? So <laughs> The bone arrow is something, um, think about it. do something after the game, after I close the game and, and get the last out of the game. And then where I'm from, they have a community they call La Flecha. Okay. It's the bone arrow mm -hmm. in Spain. That's the, the first Indian, African, America go up there. And that's where they come from. So it's sort of a tribute to uh, something back home for you. Yes. Very nice. Now we have also um, uh, Louise Strecker at Bat Poet wants to know if you can start aiming, because you tell Will Myers after every game where the arrow lands here. <laughs> they want to know, can you start aiming them at people's neighborhoods? Like, hey, we live you know, in North Park. We live in La Jolla. Can you shoot the arrow at us? Do you take requests? Yeah, they, they let me know where, where, where they live and after the game and shoot them. <laughs> All we'll right. give you a map. We'll give you a yeah, compass. You can figure out. A little out map. <laughs> All right. So send us uh, hashtag PadresSH your request, and Fernando will try and get an arrow to your neighborhood. Hey, um, Fernando, a question for you. You know, 
the one thing I've heard from everybody I've talked to here on the team so far, whether it be coaches or players, is what a great mentor you have been to these players so far. So not only doing the job on the mound, you know, throwing fastballs and nasty changeups, but really being a great example for some of these younger guys. Is that something that you thought you would do at this point in your career? And did you have a mentor when you were a young player? No, yes. I think I found a way to do this, and I keep doing this. I get a lot of success when I'm been thinking about doing something like I've been doing, keep it rolling. Yeah. And I feel comfortable right now. But then you share with the young guys, too. Not all, not all the veteran guys do yeah, that, but you I do. Yeah, I share with the guys because I want they, they come to the ballpark mentally, physically ready, and have an idea what they're going to do in the future. If they want to keep in this game, maybe they have an idea what they have to do. Good stuff. Uh, now, we kicked Brady off of the couch <laughs> to make room for you, but he still wants to ask you a question, so we're going to take a question from Brady here. I'll tell you what, it was an honor to be kicked off the couch by Fernando <laughs> Rodney, so thank you very much. So I know that baseball players you know, are very ritualistic. You know, We have a lot of routines, and, and I'm wondering, what is your pregame beard routine? I'm just sort of starting mine, and I know that you know, you got a lot of you guys on the team that have those beards really flowing. I'm just wondering, you know, how do you manicure and shape that bad boy to keep it so tight looking? Um, my my beard is like something uh, I like, it. and I keep it fresh and clean and keep it fresh. Because <laughs> <laughs> some of the beard, like Cashner's beard, is too much. Oh, I, I think. Don't, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you, you, you you wouldn't grow it that that much. I can go that way. No. <laughs> um, we've got another question from uh, Jack Whittington on Twitter. Who's your favorite player to hang out with in the bullpen? So who do you like having the most fun with when you're in the pen? That's young season. Right now we are hanging out with all these guys. We go out in and we go early to the ballpark. We work out together. and That's what we've been doing right now. But maybe May we can figure out what we're going to do. <laughs> then you'll know your best friends then. <laughs> now everybody's Yeah, everybody's good friend right now. Well, one like of your it. best friends has always been the changeup. I mean, you throw the ball 94, 95 miles an hour, but that changeup is filthy. Can you show us how you, how you grip your changeup? Or is it top secret? I don't know. That's, <laughs> that's like that. All right. It's like a, almost like a circle change where you pinch the change. thumb and the mm -hmm. index a little bit. And then more you, than do you normal. pronate it at all when you throw it, or you just try to finish straight through it? Or? Finish straight. And then it just goes off the table? Yeah. Have you always had that? Always, like, like I say, 12 years. That's, that's, a, long league, that's yeah, a long time. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> and it's been working so far. All right, Fernando, yeah, keep it going. It's been great. And I, I want to request your next arrow. Can you shoot it here at the studio from the mound? Um, so It's going to be low. So like literally into Mike. Can well, you shoot it <laughs> in, into <laughs> Mike? Because we're, well, we're right by the left field foul pole. Well, how so. he broke the mirror? <laughs> uh, right outside. We'll keep the mirror, we'll keep the window safe. You shot it right outside. Okay. Fernando, thank you so much, man. This was a yeah, lot of fun. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Luck, the rest of the Thanks season. for joining us. Thank All right. That was Fernando Rodney on the Cholula Hot Seat Uncapped Real Flavor with Cholula Hot Sauce, the hot sauce with the iconic wooden cap and the official hot sauce of the San Diego Padres. We keep Padres Social Hour rolling right after this. You want to talk Padres? Lucky for you, we're doing exactly that. This is Padres Social Hour from the AMR studio inside Petco Park. Well, that was fun. Thank it was you, Fernando fun. Rodney. Good guy, man. Yeah, no, Good he's guy. great. He's great. Uh, we got to spend so much time with him in spring training. Um, and just, yeah, he's always having a good time. And when the numbers aren't going your way like he struggled last year, everyone points to that. Right. I you take the game seriously. Blah, blah, blah. 
when you're going, well, it's, oh, he's having a good time, he's loose. That's the way he is all the time. Right. And you don't want someone to not be themselves. Exactly. It was great. I love when he walks off, too, after – and like after any interview, he does, he makes all these weird noises. I don't he know does, if they fixed it up. Kermit impersonation. <laughs> he does animal noises. As he like, we shook his hands. He walked off. I was like, hey, you know, it's nice to meet you. He's like, rrr, rrr. he did something. He was like, what in the world? My he's, question he's is, does he have loving. someone a unique sound for every person? Like, oh, is that good. just the Brady? The C- kind of like the wheel. unique ringtone for each person exactly. that calls you. He's got yeah. a different noise for each person. I don't know. Nice. It, was, it was pretty fun. He's just though. a fun-loving yeah, guy. He is. Yeah. He is. Uh, and the way he's been pitching, he's been a lot of fun for Padres fans, Absolutely. too. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, so true really story. We got an e- I got an email from you today, and, and yep. you said, Brady, you're getting kicked off the couch for Fernando Rodney because, let's be honest, you have zero innings pitch. Well, <laughs> and you honestly, don't just you don't have any. <laughs> yeah, well, neither do you, pitch, tough yeah. guy. And, uh, I like how when you ask your question before, you go, you know, us ball players with our beards. <laughs> I, I, like I think, I said, I think I said we or something. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, we ball players. <laughs> <laughs> and he's probably like, oh, yeah, you're a ball player, huh, bro? I don't know. <laughs> That's great. No, he was fun, so we thank him for stopping by. Um, all right, we're going to get to some more fun topics now. And I, I teased it earlier at the French Padres from last night. Yeah. And uh, I, one of my favorites, we're just going to show one of them now. This is from at Statsman2886. I was asking for French-related puns because it was French Heritage Night. And he went with Roberto Alomarsay. That's a good one, right? Sure. There were some other ones, uh, Louvre Merloni. I like Pretty that Pretty sure one. that's Alomarsay. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they were good ones. So uh, hashtag French Padres if you want to catch up. Uh, Derek Togerson, Ben Higgins, who have been co-hosting the show this year, really got into it. it was yeah, I saw they really got into it, and I was thinking you should have waited until they were on the couch before you started talking about <laughs> I muted your hashtag last night. That's how much I hated the French really? Padres. Really? Oh, yeah. Why are you so against French people? I love French people. I don't like – I think you're mocking them, and that's why – Absolutely Take not. a stand for them. Absolutely not. You're mocking their Mr. Name. Politically Correct over here. <laughs> yeah, 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 That please. is definitely your M.O. Yeah, yeah. I, I am known for being incredibly – The only thing I know correct. about Padres and French is that Bruce Bochy was born in France. Other than that – Oh, there you it. go. See, it's all connected. Yeah, sure. uh, no, we have Italian night coming up on June 2nd. Oh, Portuguese nice. night, my personal favorite, yeah, June excellent. 6th. We've got a whole bunch, so just and wait. And why is that your personal favorite, Mike? Because I'm 100% Portuguese. Oh, well, that's just I'm a, I'm a Yeah. So that's going to be a Are fun. Are you sure about that? Have you had the blood test done? Yeah, oh. I'm, a, I'm a dual passport holder. It's Are we going to do legit- Portuguese do. Padres names, too? Yes. See if we can offend all cultures yeah. out it's there? It's not offensive. <laughs> it's positive. We're embracing here. <laughs> yeah, sure. Brady, trying to. Welcome to the spin zone with Mike Janella. Doesn't surprise me because he has his Donald Trump inspired hat on yeah. right now that this guy's trying to fear monger. He's just everything. upset because we're not going to be able to bring Phelps in or anything. You know, it's. Uh, right, yeah. That's true. Exactly. Phelps, yeah, the, the name of Mutz. You're not going to be able to bring him <laughs> in. We'll see what we can do. Padres mutts. Um, so there's also you know, some bad news yesterday for Blooper in particular. The news broke that Kate Upton is off the market uh. <laughs> because Justin Verlander Blooper, you okay? I'm okay. I mean, if that soccer team with the 5,001 odds won, right. like, so I could do anything. Right? I didn't want to talk <laughs> about Leicester possible? City yesterday because I'm yeah, a big soccer awesome. guy. Yeah. And I figured, you know, a Padres social hour, baseball, all the Padres fans on Twitter would tell me, stop talking soccer. Right. It's a baseball <laughs> show. But then at the game last night, Blooper mentions, yeah, how about that soccer whatever that had like 5,001 odds? I'm like, if even he knows about right. it, then right. why The guy not who's never even it? seen Game of Thrones, he, if he knows about right. Leicester City it's taking 5,001 to odds to win EPL, then. And that you can really so get cool. back to baseball because the salary disparity between those clubs, yeah. right? I mean, the, the biggest clubs got over $300 million yeah. in pay. There's one player on that team that makes more than the entire team that ended up winning yeah, it. Yeah, no, that's million, 5, so 5,001 odds. Yeah. To give you an idea, that is 16 times more unlikely than the Padres' odds to win the World Series before this season started. Right, right. So that, I mean, anything I can happen. I think literally. the most, the most like, kind of eye-popping uh, comparison that I saw was that 
currently in Vegas, the odds that Elvis is still alive is also also like five thousand one. one. Yeah, it's insane. Like, so wait, what nice. are my Kate Upton odds? odds? Right. So yeah, so bloopers Kate Upton odds. Though. Well, now <laughs> they're like, off whoa, whoa, the board. Bring it back right? to yeah, me. Bring it back to me and Kate Upton. Uh, I mean, off the board because you know Verlander now they're engaged. So you missed your shot. No, there's still odds. Kate Upton proposed. There's to still once. time. Not even kidding. What's that story? It's a long story, and that's kind of my MO as well, is telling <laughs> long stories. Maybe I'll shoot blo a blooper a picture. Oh, I don't know. if It could, could maybe not be PG-rated for Padre Social Hour. She sent me a picture as well. All right, well, I'm take, not that, kidding. take that off the air. We'll <laughs> discuss that afterwards. Sorry, maybe Blooper. I didn't mean to big league your big moment, buddy, but um, Kate and I go way back, pre-Verlander days. Wow. wow, that's very wow. impressive. I sat two rows behind Kate up in a Knicks game once at Madison Square Garden. Oh, so we exactly got, we got stories to go. <laughs> um, now, I brought it up, and it caught my eye because this was a story in uh, ESPN, the magazine that I just read uh, yesterday, a couple days ago about athletes dating nowadays. Now, Verlander and Upton, there's no confirmed story of how they met, but they're, I think it was at a photo shoot for Major League Baseball or something. Like a video game commercial, I or thought. Or maybe that, yeah. Like some, MLB yeah. The Show or something. With a couple other guys. David like Price was there, Joey yeah. Votto, a bunch of guys. But the story was about how athletes these days are using online dating, social media even, to meet potential dates, casual or serious. I wouldn't call it online dating. I would call it Instagram, Twitter, and you know, some, some like Lolo Jones, the Olympian, she said she was on Tinder even, which is designed for it. But that most people, yeah, not online like, dating. Sure it is. Okay. Well, what, mobile dating, fine. See, now we went old school. We didn't have to use phones or IT or anything. Well, we used this right here. I this was our to, yeah. tool of choice. I wanted to right? ask you, and that Scan, and your bicep. How, Th this was it. What was the dating scene like back then? It was in very easy. Day? You saw this cute girl in the crowd, right? You got a baseball. You wrote your phone number on it. And you said, hi, you're, you're our princess of the game. Flipped it over. Flipped it over to her. And then she'd be like, huh. Boom. Smooth. You're locked in. Snap. And now everybody on Twitter and everybody <laughs> no, this on free Twitter. I know, but I'm saying yeah. if that would happen now. Right, anymore, you can't do it anymore. You would have to change your number. Yeah. It was actually, I think, it was just as easy to date celebs back in the old days. And my former teammate Mark Race dated Janine Turner for a while. That was a big topic, you know, in terms of the stars dating stars type of thing. But all you did, your agent called their agent, and you, you, you lined something up, and nobody had to know about it, and it was nice That's and low-key. Now it's just like key. Now everybody the knows Back yeah. then, it's my people, My agent is people. Yeah. DM, yeah. Yeah, but now crazy. everybody's... Bloopers itching to say something business. here. Wait, so I just all I need to do is put my number on a baseball and throw it at girls at the game? That's <laughs> it. You're locked <laughs> in, man. That's it. I'm That's good to go. It's easy. It seems that simple, doesn't it? Blooper. Here you go. Yeah, we've got plenty in the drawer here. Oh, so. yeah. Is you he going to catch it? Yeah. Yes, sir. Right. What do you use Feel two hands? Nice. That's um, what they teach you in Little League. Proud of you. No, it was, it was very interesting. And the fact that some of these guys even have and girls online dating profiles or mobile dating profiles, like, could you imagine just the, the amount of, I don't know if scrutiny is the right word. No, what's the filter you use, though? I mean, how do you sift through that? Well, I think that there is actually, you know, this article that he's talking about. I mean, major league ball players and, well, all different professional athletes, they've gotten, they've had to get, much more discreet about the way they do it because any screen grab can get them into a lot of trouble. And there's the catfishing issue that can certainly happen. As That's we a whole other ball here game, in San yeah. Diego. But there are ways that they go about, like, hey, if this is if you are who you say you are, you know, you are who your profile picture says you are. Send me a picture right now with your index finger and your pinky finger up, you know, or something like that to prove that hey, I'm a real person and we're discussing. And then and then try to build a rapport. And I mean. If it's for long-term dating type stuff, I love the idea of professional athletes who are single being able to reach out to people that they meet through social media, whether it's Instagram or Tinder or Twitter or whatever. But, you know, then there's probably the more likely of all scenarios is, hey, this is the city I'm in and what are you doing later type of thing. So right. Yeah, yeah that's, it's a tough day. Aren't necessarily long-term relationship goals. That's why I don't have a Tinder because I just – 
the last thing I need is like Ghost of Ray Kroc or Friar Fever, these guys catfishing <laughs> me uh, from the social hour set. So got to uh, all that stuff. Um, all right, so that's cool. Yeah, it was ESPN the magazine, so check out that story. Uh, very interesting. And I'm sure night and day from, from your playing days, Bob. Uh, in some ways, yes, and in some ways, no. I think the biggest difference now is that there's nothing private. I mean, you can't sneak away and go somewhere and have a date with somebody without right. everybody knowing your business and taking yeah. a picture and sending the world about it. And they polled a ton of yeah. athletes for this, and there was they were like, keep it on the DL, but here's kind of how I go about doing it. Here's my approach. I yeah. just say, like, hey, what's up, and see where it goes and let them kind of guide the – it's it, it's a fascinating article, but it's also pretty sad because the old fat you know dating as it once was doesn't exist anymore, and unfortunately, the perception if you're reaching out on social media is you're looking for a hookup, yeah. not for a long-term relationship. You know? Yeah, but uh, yeah, so interesting story, and we can uh, you can include all that stuff with your offline conversation with Blooper <laughs> about getting Kate Upton to dump Verlander and give Blooper. It's a not chance. too late. He's got all the tools he needs now. He's got a baseball. He's got all a baseball. Right. Yeah, yeah, he's got a baseball. Sign it. Send it to Kate. <laughs> Uh, coming up in a little bit, would you give away 10% of all your future earnings for an upfront couple of million dollars? We'll discuss that. But before then, we're calling all University of San Diego students, fans, and alumni. Join the Padres for USD night at Petco Park this Friday when the Padres take on the Mets. With a special theme game ticket package, you'll receive a limited edition USD-themed Padres hat. Get your tickets at Padres.com slash theme games. More social hour right after this. Before every game, get your Padres talk on with us. This is Padres Social Hour. Emanating live from the AMR studio. We're getting you set for that 7-10 first pitch. And we're trying to get to blooper some Kate Upton action, I guess. And Scan now has shown him the old ways of his flirtation. No, but, but this is his effort right here, right? I mean, he's got the eight six seven five three zero nine. No yeah, area code right That's not your right phone blooper. number, blooper. I don't, I don't think this is going to work. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> Stupid I don't, I don't mean to be pessimistic. I'm usually a half glass yeah. half full kind of guy. But you look like a Jenny. Uh, <laughs> we're going to have to work with you on your baseball skills, Blooper. Yeah. Yeah. We'll figure More than just we'll, that. We'll get you locked yeah. in. More than just that. <laughs> uh, before we move along, we quickly want to tie a bow on last night's game. Again, it was an awesome victory for the Padres, a well-earned 2-1 to win. And a big reason for that was Ryan Buchter's performance, and he is our hero of the game. This guy, I mean, we've talked about him at length. He's been on the show already. But yesterday, he comes in and gets not just his typical one inning, but stays on for the extra out to get Carlos Gonzalez in a one-run game. That's a guy who can tie it up in the snap yeah. of a finger. Uh, and four strikeouts in those four outs recorded. Just the one walk allowed, no hits. I mean. He's a stud. Yeah. His ERA is down to .71. Yeah, pretty legit. That's, that's pretty darn that's good. Solid, yeah. You know, it was fun watching that highlight right there. Also, all fastballs. Not that he only throws fastballs, but he's not afraid. Almost extensive, almost yeah. exclusively. It was almost like he was in their head, like, like I, I might throw something else. I know I got the nasty. Break. Yeah. He's got the nasty breaking ball. Yeah. But you know what? I just when he was on the show with us, Mike, it was just great talking to this young man and just seeing the confidence that he had for a guy yeah. that spent, you know, like the better part of eight or nine seasons in the minor leagues. At that point, you know you're ready, yeah. and he knew he was ready, and he just wanted his opportunity. He's getting it, and he's making the most of it, and you just see that aggressive going after guys right there. He Love it. Great, yeah, and the striking out is really important too because that's something that really kills the morale of the opposition when you're trying to get a rally going late in the game like that. He's yeah. been great. Key he's thing great. also is getting that first batter out. That's one of the things that the relievers keep track of is how good are you at coming in and getting that first guy out. He's done a real nice job of that as well. He has, and for that performance last night, he was our hero of the game. Hero of the game is brought to you by the Hero Program, a new way to upgrade your home to save energy and water. Visit heroprogram.com to learn more. All right, 
I love getting these topics because I know when you're coming on, Bob, since you had a recent major league career, I love kind of picking your brain with it. Brady's just here as window decoration. So, uh, you know, he's uh, nice at the end of the class. I'm not giving you credit, man, because we had a career, right? I mean. Yeah, we sure did. Yeah, you know, we, I read it on the emails today. We yeah. ball players. So I, mean, this, I don't have his beard, but. So there's know. this company called Fantex, and oh, yeah. people may have heard of it. And basically what they're doing is they get pro athletes, guys who are kind of on the way up or sort of on the margins of their earning power, and they offer these guys a bunch of money up front to then get a percentage of these athletes' future earnings in perpetuity down the yeah. road. So it's relevant to the Padres because Yanherva Solarte signed a deal last week, and it's totally above board. The Players Association and endorses it. They don't endorse it, but they say it's okay, yeah. totally cool. So Solarte, the deal he signed, he gets $3.15 million up front if Fantex can guarantee him that money. In exchange, he owes them 11% of all his future earnings. That's salary, that's endorsements, that's – uh, signing autographs at the local bingo hall, that's uh, Randy Jones barbecue bottles, anything else that may come from right. his baseball likeness, he owes them down the road. Is that a good deal? Would you have done that in your playing days? You know, it totally, for my playing career, absolutely, because I was a total question mark under any circumstances, right? But you got a guy like Salarte who can actually play the game. He's got a lot of upside, and especially with the salaries the way they are right now, yeah. you can be an average major league player and still make $10, 15000000 million a season, well, if you get a two-year deal at 10 year, at year, that's $20 million. You're taking 10% of that. You know, you're at two. He's only going to pocket 1.5 out of that $3 million right, right now by the time the government gets their hands on it. So uh -huh. I, d I don't know. I'm not sure that if I were him that I would do that deal. If I'm a guy that's – look, I know in the back of my mind – my elbow's been hurting for the last three right. seasons, and I got a Tommy yeah. John on the way, or something's going to blow out. Time bomb. Yeah, I'm a ticking time bomb. I'm a Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's the way I look at it. And um, Brady, I'll let you chime in here in a sec because we talked about this before the show. But it's yeah. almost like, not to say you lack the confidence that you one day will be this huge earner that this will be a ripoff. But yeah, it's kind of I guess like a hedge is the word you used almost. Correct. But yeah. it's almost as if you don't believe that you'll be able to really hit that next stratosphere of earning power. I have no problem with the hedge, and a lot of guys, you know, they'll take the shorter money, you know, less money for the security, I get it, and you're still set for life. But to me, that amount is so low that it, it's tough for me to justify yeah. it, you know, because that 1.5, what does it have to earn over the next five years to make up for what just one decent contract at right. the big league level is, is going to get him? I so love it. I love yeah. I, I think I would take it. I mean, if you told me right now that someone <laughs> paid me, you know, $3 million for – 11% of my future earnings, I think I would, I would do it. Um, I, obviously, it's a, you know, different for Joe Schmo versus you know, b Major League Ballplayers, but I, I love the concept of it. I love the company. I love that someone was smart enough to think to do this, to put athletes in a position where they can hedge themselves because who knows what they have. And a lot of these guys, they come, they get a paycheck. They don't see it all right away. They come from nothing. Maybe they have debts to pay off. Maybe there's, I mean, there's, all, there's a laundry list of things that I think that ballplayers who maybe are, are just happy to be in the major leagues. Now, a guy like Bryce Harper, who just signed his monster deal with yeah, Under Armour. undisclosed 10-year deal with Under Armour. Right, yeah. but what they're calling possibly the biggest endorsement athlete, athlete endorsement ever in history. So for him, obviously, this yeah, makes that, no that, sense whatsoever. He's not their key demo. Right. He's not These their are the guys that, I mean, on, when I read that list with Solarte, I think I had heard of like two of the five guys. Yeah, so it's guys and like, you know, Michael Franco, who may become a huge <laughs> star. For him, I think that's a bad play. Right. Uh, Jonathan Shope, Andrew Haney, those kind of guys that, you know, it's not going to be your perennial all-stars, at least not when they make the deal. Yeah, I'm just curious from the agents and representative side what the justification is, especially for a guy like Franco that you were just talking about. You yeah, know, Franco, the, the he got – so you know. for 10% of his money, he is getting $4.35 million up front. 
But yet, to your point, he has a 130 home run season, and he's getting that back in his next contract right away. Exactly. And so we, I, we saw him this year. He was crushing. He's going to get that money I love down the, the concept. Road, I, think. I think it's a great idea by the company's part. I just wonder how many of, the, uh, of these become desperation plays, maybe, of stuff that we don't know that's going on behind the scene like you're talking about. A yeah. player has some debt. He's got to do something, and now all of a sudden they end up signing something that they're going to re regret later well, on I down the road. I immediately thought so. of uh, Puig reading his story from Cuba and getting over here and mm -hmm. figuring out all the people that claim to have ownership right. of him and helping get him to Everybody where he is. Everybody gets their claws in. Yeah, right. and you know, for a guy like that, I could see how he'd be like, in one fell swoop, he could pay off all these guys who were trying to you know, threaten him or his family, and you know, that would be obviously a pretty sweet deal. I just, I, I like that the option is out there. You know, obviously every player, you know, who are we to sit and you know, put our, ourselves in their shoes and decide for them what's best for their future, but I love that they now have the option to make this call if they if they so desire. It's so funny. It's kind of the antithesis of what I saw mostly as a player, which was guys were ensuring their future. In other words, they were paying money up front so that they would cover themselves mm. with the expectation that they were going to be able to play well. You know? Yeah, you're betting on yourself early exactly. as opposed to cashing exactly. out for sure. Yep. Right. And but I think I mean, these guys, they've been betting on themselves their whole life. I mean, to, to get to this point, to be a professional athlete, you have to sacrifice and bet on yourselves. And I think there's a fear that, okay, I'm finally here. What if something happens? What if I get injured? What if Tommy John, when I never come back from it? Yep. You know, and so especially for pitchers. And you know these guys have got to be doing physicals on them and making sure there isn't, like, ailments that they've been hiding before they're willing to put forth that kind of cash on 10% earnings of someone who has a mush elbow, you know? Definitely a place for it. I just hope that they're – being wise in terms of what kind of leverage they're giving up versus yeah. what they're getting yeah, back. Yeah, I'm not sure I would do it myself, but I, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm always one who overestimates his own ability, probably to my own detriment more <laughs> times than not. So. Don't, we, don't we all? <laughs> no. Yeah, no. <laughs> 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 he knows his lane. <laughs> I'm just a schmuck pancake blogger. Um, but, you know, I do, I do like that we're just at the forefront of this. We're at the beginning, and so now it's hard for us, but I think as time goes on, people are going to start seeing, oh, man, that was a terrible move by that guy, and so players are going to have more data to go off on if they choose to do yeah, it. Yeah, and Fantex, they guarantee the money, so they basically then sell, quote-unquote, shares of the stock of the player to people like you and me. If they can't raise that $3.15 million for Solarte, then the deal's off, and it doesn't cost Young Harris anything. You know what I think is going to be interesting also is sort of the side plays that are going to go on in terms of people are going to want to be attached to certain players, and then once you become a member of that player's team right. or club, so to speak, well, right. now what Where's other that opportunities? 11% that's coming hey. to me and that guy and everything. Exactly, yeah. and what other great marketing yeah. opportunities are we going yeah. to be able to offer all these people now that they're in our database? Interesting. Uh, I mentioned earlier that I was afraid guys like Friar Fever would be uh, catfishing me if I did any online dating, and he's already <laughs> tweeted in, just make a profile for a Game of Thrones lover who watches WWE. <laughs> That's got to be a pretty unique profile. <laughs> yep, uh. sign me up. You got me already. <laughs> uh, we're going to preview tonight's game when we come back. But first, calling all casual wine drinkers and connoisseurs. Padres Wine Fest, presented by Southwest Airlines, returns this Friday before the Padres and the Mets at 740. Sample wines from local and regional wineries. And don't miss an assortment of Maui Jim sunglasses available. Ooh la la. Get tickets at Padres.com slash party. Padres Social Hour coming right back at you after this. We're talking Padres all season long. This is Padres Social Hour coming to you from the AMR studio inside the team store. Padres 6-3 and three in series openers this year. This is a stat Bill Center had on Padres.com today. They're 0-8 in series finales. They're 4-4 four and four in second games of three-game series or of any series. So Tonight can literally go any which way. 
They've been 500 so far. This I love year. that they're winning game number one. They're giving themselves a chance to just win the series in game number two, set up the sweep. We can get all excited about it. They haven't come through with it yet, but yeah. uh, at least we've had a chance to talk about it a couple times. I like that Mike just needed the statistic of four and four in second games to be able to determine that tonight sure. would go either way. Right. Yeah. He just it's math. You can't, you can't argue <laughs> with <laughs> math. They're either going to win or they're going to lose tonight. <laughs> Pretty yeah. sure. Uh, Mr. Wearing his uh, Star Wars shirt a day early before hey, May Seth the 4th. Hey, Seth didn't book me for the show. I wanted to be on tomorrow so I could rock the May the 4th be with you and so I don't know may the third be with you there's guys a, there's a few people that want to be on tomorrow that was none a, of them are booked that was uh, a George Lucas cut that line yeah. in post may the third be with you <laughs> um, all right let's get to our lineup uh, starting lineup for tonight brought to you by United Airlines proud partner of the San Diego Padres got John Jay in center field per usual then Will Myers behind him in first base Matt Kemp in right Brett Wallace hitting cleanup playing third base again Melvin Upton Jr. back in the lineup after a night off last night, starting-wise at least, he's in left. Alexei Ramirez at short, Derek Norris catching, Jamile Weeks playing second, and then Andrew Kashner pitching. That takes us now to our Supercuts head-to-head challenge. And we're into the month of May now. And, well, yesterday, let's go over yesterday first. We gave the point to Blooper. He had James Shields. Obviously, he earned it last night, that win for the Padres. So for that once. breaks an 8-8 tie, and now it's a 9-8 Blooper advantage. And at the end of April, a couple days ago, I went through and did some statistics for the month. And, Brady, you are statistically the worst player of the Supercuts Head-to-Head <laughs> Challenge. You are 0-2. Oh, that's nice to hear. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're 0-2, your two appearances. No one else All right. has done more than one. Yeah. Big man. No Let's pressure. You. <laughs> you know, uh, so I'd like to point out that one of do. my losses, my guy went three for four, and you still chose the idiot pitcher who got on, like, you know, 15 batters. Oh, I remember that one. Yeah. I was there for that yeah, fiasco. You were, yeah, yeah. He yeah. 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 three times, but yeah. didn't score, didn't drive in a run, wasn't involved in any of the run you scoring got, you got rallies. Yeah, you I got, got robbed, man. The only reason you remember all that so well is because you know it was wrong. Yeah. No, it's because I have an Excel spreadsheet <laughs> that I keep track of everything no, on. You know it was wrong. None of that stuff. Right, Sounds like a lot of excuses for being winless. <laughs> Ooh, blooper smack talk. My favorite sorry. kind of smack talk. I don't talk. get a chance every uh, day. The first pick today goes back to blooper, so we're just oh yeah, pouring it all, <laughs> all over you, Brady. <laughs> all right, blooper, you got? Bring it on, pal. Will Myers. Going back to Will Myers. Right, it's been a little while. Going back to Will Myers, yeah. Shocker. Uh, you got your bag you, of tricks, Brady. What are you going with? Uh, I think Matt Kemp's going to hit a home run tonight, Ooh. so I'm taking Kemp. I like it. That doesn't mean anything if Will Myers hits two. <laughs> just the, the way your luck's been going. That's Gosh. Right, you know? <laughs> not, not everybody can beat he's me. He's going to go it. four okay. for four with a home run, and, and Will Myers is going to go two for two and get a couple walks. And the judge will go lose. in his favor yeah. against yeah. you. All right, we'll We've see. seen it happen before. Uh, so that is the, uh, the Supercuts head-to-head challenge. At Supercuts, they pay attention to every detail, the cut, the lines, the hot towel finish, so you can feel sharp, clean, and ready to go. Find the Supercuts near you at supercuts.com. We're going to come back and a couple pitching questions now with the Robbie Erlin news. Maybe some new names we haven't seen yet at Petco might be on the way. We'll find out when we come back after this on Padres Social Hour. Get ready for every Padres game with us. Coming to you from inside the team store at Petco Park, this is Padres Social Hour. It's almost game time, but we still have some fun to have here in the AMR studio with Brady Phelps and Bob Scanlon. Mike Janella here taking you uh, up to that game, game two of the series. Uh, guys, this is the power of Padres Social Hour. So earlier when Fernando Rodney was here, uh, we had uh, Escalante at underscore Christian122 on Twitter. We used one of his questions, and he sent us a picture. He DVR, he paused it to the point that we used his tweet and said they actually chose it. They chose uh. his tweet. 
hey man, we're here for you. We're here for all the fans. So keep the tweets coming. We I like can't wait for the, the the image he's going to take of that screen grab of the screen right, grab. Screen grab right, right, screen snap grab. that. That's going to be great. Are we, in the, get are we in the matrix? Smaller yeah, over time. Yeah, that's eventually twilight disappears. zone. Yeah. Um, a couple more tweets coming in. Some questions. We let off the top of the show the Robbie Erlin uh, Tommy John surgery news. Yeah. So now with that, Tyson Ross already out. This starting lo- rotation kind of in shambles. Uh, Anthony Gallivan tweeting in with Erlin and Ross out. Do we see Jeremy Guthrie anytime soon? Major League veteran, definitely on the wrong side of the hill of his career, but signed at the very end of spring training. He's been in the minors. Do you see a place for him, or is there maybe a Brandon Morrow, somebody else that gets here before him? Yeah, the question becomes, what's your 40-man roster looking like? Because you always want to bring up somebody from your roster so you don't have to make the roster move and expose somebody to waivers. That's number one. Number two, do you have anybody available? Remember, when they called up Cesar Vargas, he was sort of the last option in terms of guys that were starters on the 40-man roster. Now, he's done a great job, which is nice. Yeah, he's crushing it. Yeah, anybody's available. It's going to be a question of, you know, Who's throwing well down there right now? Do you have a younger guy that you'd rather, if he's ready, hey, we'll put him on the 40-man roster? Uh, there's a lot right, of It's not as easy as just, hey, come on up to the club. You have right. to make the Sometimes roster moves it is. And Sometimes mm-hmm. it is, yeah. yeah. But, but right now, yeah, no one's really not. asserted in themselves. In an ideal exactly. world, uh, Brandon Morrow would revert back to his former Yeah, self his numbers have not old. been good so far. No, and I've heard some minors. reports that yeah. you know, some of the stuff hasn't been everything that they're looking for it to be up yeah. to this point either. So, but you know what? It's a work in progress, and hopefully he, he keeps getting He's stronger. in El Paso now, yeah. AAA, yeah. but, yeah, still a lot to go. Uh, also, Dennis Lynn uh, from the UT just tweeting that A.J. Preller, no surprise, he says, but A.J. Preller confirms the Padres will be at Tim Lincecum, the savior, the Messiah's showcase on Friday. <laughs> and that San Diego would have gone even if uh, Ross and Erlen weren't hurt. We talked about Timmy uh, earlier in the week. Do you guys see why <laughs> like, I like, Timmy? First of all, he's like, oh, the Messiah is coming. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, we talked about Timmy. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> hey, <laughs> listen, listen, we, us major league <laughs> ball players. First name basis oh, with Tim and I, yeah, us yeah, ball yeah. players. Tim and I. You know, <laughs> we like it when lots of teams come I out for I sit next to Kate Upton in Knicks games. I <laughs> hang out with Tim Lincecum. Uh, you guys see any, any use for him still? Quickly. Absolutely. If you yeah. get people out and he okay. dominates the Padres every year, I'd rather have him on my team than have to face him. The fact that we didn't just now have someone to immediately fill in a roster spot with Erlin, you know, like, to show you. I think that Lincecum is worth a look. Must All be right. a great shit t-shirt. Wouldn't Tomorrow it? at 11 a.m. it's Randy yeah. Jones and Chris Ello for our Star Wars themed May the 4th be with you show. Brady May Phelps the third will not be, be with be you. There. <laughs> Enjoy Padres and Rockies. We'll see you guys tomorrow.